Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Utah's source for exclusive access and insights behind the news. Here's the opinion page editor of the Deseret News, Boyd Matheson, on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome, everyone, to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. It is great to be with you today. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. And as always, we got a lot of ground to cover in the fastest 60 minutes of radio while we attempt to slow things down just a little bit, separate the rage from the reason, make sure you have everything you need to connect the dots and make the news make sense in your world. Obviously, we're continuing to to watch a host of things as they continue to move forward in relationship to the coronavirus uh, we've got uh, coming up at 1230. Make sure you stay tuned for Utah Coronavirus Call-In uh, with Jeff Kaplan uh, every day, weekdays from 1230 to 1. A special session there, chance for you to get your questions answered uh, about the coronavirus and what all of that means. Uh, Lee Lonsbury, of course, will pick up it from there. Uh, we've got uh, press conferences coming up uh, at 1 o'clock, and then Lee will break all of that down uh, during his show live mic. So a lot going on there. As always, I want to know what's happening. How are you uh, making your way through the stay safe, stay home? Uh, What's that doing to your world? What's happening? We're going to talk about uh, a number of different aspects around that today. And as always, uh, you can chime in on our Utah Community Credit Union KSL text line 57500 and 57500 only when it's safe. Uh, Got to be safe, and uh, we'll uh, weigh in on those as we go through the day. We're going to have some fun topics uh, later on in the show today. Also, I uh, have uh, former ambassador, former governor, and gubernatorial candidate John Huntsman will join us coming up here at 1120. Uh, and then at 1135, uh, Spence Eccles Jr. will join us uh, talking about a, a great program they're launching this week for our small business owners, really all business owners, with some strategies of uh, how to survive and then how to move forward uh, in this coronavirus world. So uh, a great program there that will include uh, former Governor Mike Levitt, Senator Mitt Romney, Governor Gary Herbert, and a host of others uh, on some training programs uh, that will be really valuable in the community. And that's what we're looking for, uh, is where are the value adds? Where can we make a difference? Where are the things that uh, civil society, communities, businesses uh, can make a difference? Because I, I continue to have... Uh, hope in that alone, uh, that we have to make sure that in our quest to alleviate the suffering uh, of some that we do not create problems for all. Uh, And so there's a really fine line uh, to be managed there. And we've seen other places around the world uh, where some people with some less than stellar motives 
are using the coronavirus as a chance to grab more power, to expand the control or role of, of government. And so that's something that we always have to keep in check, is that this is not the time uh, to have another pandemic or to have another virus spread, and that is of ever-expanding government, government trying to do all things for all people, uh, because ultimately that ends in a really bad place. And so democracy cannot be uh, one of the uh, collateral damages of the coronavirus. And we're seeing that in some places. We're seeing that in places like Hungary. Uh, so if you look at it from the international level, uh, in Hungary, uh, Hungary's parliament voted to allow the prime minister to rule by decree indefinitely. Now think about that, that the parliament itself voted 138 to 53 to give the current prime minister, Viktor Orban, the ability to rule by decree indefinitely. In fact, let's get a little uh, news sound on that in terms of uh, breaking down what this looks like and what others in Europe are starting to, to worry and wonder about. President Janos Ader signed the bill into law shortly after its approval, and it comes into effect today. It allows the government to bypass democratic institutions in its response to the coronavirus outbreak and exacts heavy punishments for journalists if their coverage of the pandemic is deemed inaccurate. Mr. Orban says the move is necessary to combat the crisis, but critics say it signals the end of democracy. The government says it can't put a time limit on the bill as there's no time limit on the coronavirus outbreak. For now, the new law will remain in place until Parliament votes it down. Hermione G, Euronews. All right, from our friends at uh, Euronews there, and uh, that's a scary thing to me. If you've got a prime minister who can rule by decree indefinitely, uh, who can put journalists in jail if the government doesn't like what they're reporting? Uh, those are those are some pretty solid pillars of democracy. That if those start crumbling, uh, you got a whole lot of other things. They've also already the uh, prime minister has uh, canceled the elections uh, for this year with no date certain in terms of when an election will be called. Uh, and so I think we have to to step back and, and just kind of think through a little bit. Uh, you know, this country has voted in some some pretty tough days before uh, thinking Abraham Lincoln, you know, won an election in a, in a pretty divisive period where it would have been easy to just, uh, you know, call it off. Uh, let's not do an election this round. Uh, and so we, we have to make sure that in, again, our rush to to make sure we're doing the right things and let's do the right things. But that doesn't mean that we abdicate accountability, transparency uh, and the, the will of the people. Uh, so we have to just be careful there. And again, that's uh, if that's happening over in Hungary, we know it's happening in some other places. Russia, of course, Vladimir Putin uh, has sought to use the crisis to, uh, to, win, to win direct authority to remain president until 2036. He's sort of been positioning that for a, a few months anyway, but now he's really pushing that full scale. Israel obviously has some real challenges going on there. Uh, with uh, Prime Minister Netanyahu, uh, and they have neither party has been able to really form the government there, and so they're again kind of delaying things and delaying, and, and so there's a lot of areas where we just have to be cautious uh, because we we need to be careful. George Will has a, a really great piece that will be out tomorrow uh, that talks about this idea of what we do together, uh, and uh, of course it was uh, someone in Congress who said you know government is what we call what we do together. And that's really not true. What we do together is civil society, what we choose to do together. 
sometimes what we do together by way of government decree uh, is a is a little less uh, let's just say a little less good for for the common uh, citizens of the country. Uh, and so I think in all of this, we just have to be very careful, very aware of what's going on uh, and make sure that wherever emergency powers are extended and there are times and seasons for that to happen, we need to make sure that they're contained, that they're controlled, that they're transparent uh, and that they they end, <laughs> that there is an exit ramp. Uh, I think all of those things are, are so vital uh, otherwise, we can end up creating problems for way down the road uh, that have a lot of unintended consequences and, and will cause a lot of suffering as well. Uh, and so we need to, to definitely be careful and be uh, be aware of all of those things in terms of our liberty and what we're what we're getting done. Um, one of our texters says, yikes, it sounds like Star Wars Episode two. <laughs> That's funny. That's exactly the thought I had when I read the story on Hungry. I'm like, uh oh. How does uh, how does democracy die to thunderous applause? And and there you had it in the in the uh, parliament there in Hungary, voting 138 to 53 uh, to give the prime minister uh, indefinite ability to rule by decree and to imprison anyone who disagrees, uh, especially the media. Uh, that's a that's a real challenge for us uh, to be sure. So anyway, those are important things for us uh, to make sure we're watching at every level. So whether that's at the national level, whether that's at the state level, whether that's at the local level, uh, all of those things we need to make sure we're watching closely and uh, paying attention because it's easy. Uh, we, we know there's already rumblings of another $2 trillion uh, package to roll through Congress. Uh, looks like an infrastructure bill. Uh, more than a pandemic uh, easement bill. And so, again, we got to be careful that we don't rush uh, and allow just that ever expansion of government, especially with money that we don't have. All right, we're going to talk economics coming up here. When we come back from the break, we'll be joined by former ambassador to Russia, John Huntsman Jr., will join us live on the line. Stay with us here on KSL Radio. A lot more to come. I'm Dave Cauley investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts.